Hey everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where at one point in time, we analyzed the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And you thought you were rid of us, didn't you? <laughs> no. You, th- you you thought that, you know, we did our, our last episode proper, and we did our live stream, and you probably thought, I'm going to have to wait for these guys to start Crossroads Minute in early January 2020 before I would hear their voices again. Surprise, you were wrong. We're like a knockwurst wrapped in an important piece of journalism in someone's underwear drawer. We just come back in a little bit. Stale, but, you know, still technically (laughs) edible. (laughs) Hey, there's our t-shirt. We finally got there. (laughs) Scavengersnetwork.com slash store? Yeah, I, I think. think. <laughs> Newsies Minute, stale, but still technically edible. <laughs> and just a picture of a knockwurst. I, sh- I should have I made it consumable, still technically consumable. <laughs> That's even better. Because we are, you can consume us anytime with your ears. Uh-huh. Eat us with your ears. Munch us with, Boy, your, with I, those ear teeth. I <laughs> bet our uh, our special guest today is just really <laughs> glad that... He didn't have to sit through this nonsense. Yes, um, nonsense. So a couple of months ago, we were uh, we got an email from the Arena Stage in D.C., uh, which is currently putting up a production of Newsies, the musical, the stage version. Right. And fast forward to six weeks later, when I actually saw the email in uh-huh. our inbox, <laughs> I don't... Now, this is the thing. I had checked that email prior to me seeing that the email from Arena Stage. So I don't know how I missed that it was there for so long, hmm, but I yeah. did. And so I finally saw it, and they were asking if we would be interested in talking with one of the actors from their production so we said absolutely if it's not too late for you guys it's not too late for us (laughs) (laughs) so we sat down with michael john hughes who plays both romeo who is a newsie who does not exist in the movie and also spot conlin who does exist in the movie but not until the second half of the stage version right so romeo is in act one and then just kind of doesn't come back anymore for a reason that michael john knows but Mm -hmm. isn't actually obvious to anyone um based on what is in the script and then uh spot shows up and michael john also plays spot so we got to sit down and chat with him a little bit about what the experience of newsies the stage version is and what his experience with the movie is and what a wildly different experience he has had than what we have had (laughs) yeah and even how the movie the musical has changed since we uh, watched the live stream of the Broadway version uh, a couple years ago. Yes, that's true. Yeah, because that was, I mean, that was the original mm-hmm. production, or, or maybe not the original very first ever production. I'm sure that there were, you know, workshops and off-Broadway and stuff, but that was like the first, you know, big production of it. Right. And, the you know, the different different companies have different takes on it, and it sounds like Arena Stage has done a lot with it yeah. that... You know, I I wouldn't have expected so, Absolutely. and that and that we didn't see in the the Broadway one that we saw streamed. So it it sounds like it's actually a really really good production. Yeah, I had a lovely time talking with him, and I, I did too. Wish him all the best because he sounds like a a great guy, and uh, and like the production's really awesome. Yep, yep, I agree. So he is truly uh, something to believe in. Okay, 
Um, oh. <laughs> that only makes sense after you've listened to the interview, James. <laughs> oh, should I? I'll say it again in the outro. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let them listen to the interview so that you can say it again. Okay, great. Okay, well, first of all, Michael John, thank you so much for joining us. We and for, and for reaching out to us um on or I guess to, for, to so the arena stage you. for reaching out. Yeah. Um so go do you want to go ahead and give us just a real quick who you are and what you do before we jump into an interview proper? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so my name is Michael John Hughes. Um, I'm currently performing in Newsies at Arena Stage. I play Romeo and Spot Conlin, and I'm also the dance captain and the assistant choreographer. Awesome. Can can you tell us a little bit? So I'm sure that we'll, we'll get. We've got specific questions that we that we have for you. But before we really dive in, um, so James and I have only seen the stage production once. Uh, there was a thing that they were doing a couple years ago where they were streaming it to some movie theaters, the Broadway version with Jeremy Jordan. So that's all we've seen. So it's been a few years, so I'm fuzzy on some of the details. Can you explain the you cast in multiple parts and who is Romeo? We know who Spot Conlon is from the movie, sure, but I'm not yes. familiar. I don't remember specifically who Romeo was. Uh, Romeo isn't actually he doesn't correlate with anyone who would have been in the movie um so i okay. guess you can call him a new character for the stage version um mm -hmm. but he's he's one of the core newsies um of about 11 that we have in our production um i think a lot of stage versions differ depending on how many newsies that they actually have available to cast um but there okay. are, i think are 12 named newsies or 13 okay. named newsies um and romeo's character He's he's kind of a ladies man. It's funny because especially what I've developed with him, um, him and Jack kind of have this constant competition between who can pick <laughs> up more girls. I mean, one of Romeo's first spoken line is a show is, well, hello, 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 beautiful, which he actually says <laughs> to Catherine as uh, her first entrance on stage. <laughs> okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So then it, so you're all, and you're also playing Spot Conlon. How does that work? Yeah. So basically once... King of New York happens, Romeo kind of disappears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and it's not really spoken of again, and I actually become Spot Conlin for the rest of the show. Okay, interesting. Huh. And is that is that something, so you, because you've done Newsies, um, the stage version, a couple other times prior to this, right? Correct, yes. And is that something that always happens, that they double cast those two characters? Um, so Spot typically is always one of the Newsies. It just mm -hmm. isn't necessarily Romeo. Um, okay. It's never going to be Race. Um, he's probably the only one it should definitely never be. Um, obviously, besides, like, Davey. Um, but right. they, right. I, I think a lot <laughs> of stage versions and theaters will change it up just depending on tracking and who they want to play Spot. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for clearing that up for us. Because, yeah, I w we were sitting here and we were like, did they change Spot Conlon's name to Romeo for the stage version? Oh, and they're oh saying gosh, he's playing no. Romeo and Spot Conlon yeah, so just Spot for our show, reference. He doesn't show up until kind of halfway through the second act. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's the first time he's spoken about throughout a lot of Act 1 and Act 2. But that when they he makes his big entrance during Brooklyn's here um, in Act 2. Okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because in the movie that happens prior to King of New York because he's in King of New York. Right. So, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that, and that, that actually segues us into um, the first question that I had written down for you. Um, 
what is your relationship to the movie? Was it something that you had seen? Did you watch it a lot growing up? Had you not watched it until you were getting ready to audition or after you were cast the first time? Yeah, so it's really funny. I never watched the movie growing up. Um, it just wasn't something that was on my radar. Um, yeah. As someone who just, I did, I loved musicals, but for some reason that one just never was in my household and I never really heard about it. Um, my first encounter of hearing about the show was when I was taking voice lessons and I was maybe about 10 or 11 and I actually wound up singing Santa Fe. But oh, wow. I still had not seen the movie. I just knew the song. And then yeah. I didn't see the movie until actually after I'd had a relationship with the stage version already. Um, so it's funny oh, wow. when I watched the movie for the first time, things were really confusing for me because <laughs> for all of a sudden, like Catherine's character who Jack is constantly wooing and, and they have this really dynamic, intimate relationship is this older man. That, right. just, <laughs> yeah, so that was a little jarring for me. And then Davy's sister, I had no idea that she existed. Right, well, um, in so yeah, much as she, she barely right. exists in the movie, so. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> she, is, she is a prop. Yeah. That is, that's fascinating to me because we came to it from the completely other direction. We both, I'm, I'm assuming we are both a little bit older than you are, um, just because this was a movie that we grew up with. I mean, I remember seeing it for the first time right after it came out on VHS, if that tells you how old I am. Oh, okay, um, I, used, I used VHSs, but I think, so the movie, was it 1992? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I was born in 93. So okay. I, I oh, okay. just... But see, I, I have this theory that, like, the, somehow, I don't know if it was Disney or what, but somehow the door got slammed on Newsies fandom like yeah. for for all but like this very tiny swath of people and yeah. then this Broadway musical is is has opened it wide open and now oops it's a french door and everything yeah. is you know everyone's about it now but like yeah it it's doesn't so surprise me at all well i kind to of wonder you. because this movie came out like i was actually talking to this um talking about this with someone yesterday about there was there was like the whole reinvention of disney with movies like beauty and the beast and little mermaid right. mm -hmm. and i just wonder uh -huh. if those movies were just too popular and kind of outshone because they were about the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting because we have a lot of friends and a lot of um, people who listen to Newsies Minute who were born right around the same time that you were. So we're, we're early 80s kids. Um, so we've got about 10 years on you. But a lot of our friends who are about your same age have... Even the ones who are like really into musical theater, they're like, we've, I've never seen Newsies. I did yeah. not even know this movie existed until the stage version came out. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, how have you never seen Newsies? You're a musical theater kid. You're not yeah. that much younger than me. Yeah. But yeah, it was like this brief little snapshot in time that, like you said, the animated Disney movies kind mm -hmm. of jumped up and like glossed over this one I guess it's almost like the last live action Disney musical that I can think of until yeah. the resurgence until, of all yeah, the, until like the into the woods recently and yeah like high, I think high school musical high school musical kind of opened reopened those doors I think for them totally yeah. and that see that is a movie that I grew up on and the cheetah right. girls like all of those Disney original movies right those were those were my childhood yeah right, right. but I guess it would be shocking to me if if in 10, 15 years there's a Cheetah Girls musical and then all of these kids are like, I've never seen the movie, I would be right. horrified. Yeah. It was one of my favorite things growing up, right. you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so yeah, so it was, it's interesting for us when we watched the stage version, because there are a lot of changes that they made from the movie, like, you know, getting rid of Brian Denton and kind of merging him and David's sister into the single character of Catherine. Yeah. And like, as it, it, it was like, I was shocked when I realized that they had merged those two characters. I was sitting there and I was like, what is even happening here? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's funny because I, I really do appreciate what they did with that in terms of Catherine's character. I, mm. I love that she's Pulitzer's daughter and that you have someone who has all of this privilege and who's a woman and is using it to her advantage to help these boys. I mean, granted, yeah. it's great that um, Denon did it, but still, it, it, I feel like it means so much more coming from someone who's exposing their own father. Yeah. Like, I, for how my, I guess my, my one... My one sort of uh, wish is that they had kept it as as two separate characters, so that you could have the the female journalist and then also have it be have Pulitzer's daughter be a separate character, so you get even like more of a juxtaposition because it it sort of it sort of felt like okay the movie had like a, a one girl and Meta, and then the play or the musical still had just one woman and Meta. When you when you had the op- yeah. when you had the option to if you're gonna you know have and female journalists were there was a prominent female journalist who covered the newsies so it was like it's like historically accurate to have yeah so that's so true it, well what I love about our production is that we do have those two female characters in the show but we actually already we have we have three female newsies. Um, which is oh, also awesome. historically accurate and I love it <laughs> yeah which which the movie has zero of zero. Um, and even the stage production, I don't know if the original Broadway production did have, I think, I think one of their, but I I knew someone on tour, I think he had a swing that was a female newsie. Um, but yeah, they, they weren't, they weren't on stage. Yeah. I don't think, I think we would have noted that we covered the, this live stream we saw on our, on our old podcast. And I think we would have noted it if there had been female newsies, uh, in the, in the thing we saw. So that's actually yeah. really that's actually really heartening to hear that that well, yeah. I know that there are productions that have girls but make them play boys, but we actually right. have females who they're wearing skirts. I mean, they they are females, which right. we yeah we're we're really happy with what we've done. Yeah, I yeah, love that. Really I good. mean, it, it's it's not you know like James said, it's not inaccurate. There were female newsies. There weren't a lot of them, but I love yeah. that that you guys are doing that. And you know, one of the things that I do really like about. Catherine's character as much as I wish that there had been that they had created Catherine's character but then also given David a sister just to have a few more females in like built into the script I do really love that they gave her a personality yes <laughs> so, that, so that the love interest isn't just like a cardboard cut out of a pretty you're girl so, on stage you, yeah you're so right about that she really is just I, th- their love kind of blossomed out of nowhere to me it yes. just yeah like all of a sudden they were they were a couple <laughs> yeah. Like, well, did they and, have you know, a conversation? Was... Like did they did they talk about this? Yeah, well that's one of the things that we that we had talked about on some random episode of the show where, you know, when you're watching it in like the granular detail that we do minute by minute, at one point there's a scene where James was like, but you know, even though it seems like this is kind of coming out of nowhere and she's like just suddenly all in on you know, this relationship with this dude she doesn't know, that's actually really not um, wrong for the way teenagers actually right. are. <laughs> so, sure, sure, that's true. 
I mean, it's not wrong. It de- like from a from a viewer perspective, you're like, wow, so that just like happened out of nowhere. But I mean, if you kind of think about it, it's not. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it that is kind of how teenagers do. That's <laughs> so, true. Yeah, that's true. Um. So tell us a little bit. So this is the third time that you have been in this show um have you what who else what other characters have you played at the uh, in the other uh productions that you've done so the last time i actually played the same characters i was romeo and spot conlin um but the first time i was tommy boy okay and so so having played this these same two characters before you mentioned that you've given romeo a bit of like a super ladies man kind of thing on this and like a competition with jack for the lady's attention. Did you do that in your previous, with your previous company or is that something you're doing specifically with this production? Like that's, or is that how, something how, that's written into this? Is that part of the script, the script as a, as a whole? Yeah, it's it, true. No. So what's, what's been amazing about this production and this theater in general is that we have had so many people on our team helping us find out who we are as yeah. these newsies. Um, I mean, we spent basically an entire week just sitting around a table, reading the script scene by scene, talking about our characters, talking about the uh-huh. world of the play and how we would be reacting in in these situations as these people in 1899. Um, and we actually had a text director <laughs> who was, ha- we should have private, meet- private meetings with us. And even though so many of us newsies, some of them may only have three lines in the entire show, but she would sit down with us and talk about them. And so she was actually the one who really helped me come up with this idea of competition with Jack. I mean, I really am the only one who flirts with girls in the show. Um, Actually, besides Les. (laughs) 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 You you don't count Les. Um, So, and I also feel like I am the same age as Jack. What's amazing about our production is that we do have some teenagers in our show so f- mm. feeling like I have some age on them I think that I'm more of a round and equal with Jack even though he is still the leader of our team while some of our other new right. definitely are just following Jack's lead all the time interesting I interesting. love that that's so god what a what a what a great and and valuable uh aspect of that to to be able to like know the backstory and sort of and and sort of know what's going on even when you're not on on stage or like why you're doing i mean like wow that's real that's really really it, cool and I'm it really, really is like that. unparalleled i have yeah. never worked at a theater like this that just cares so much about us i mean yeah, genuinely that's... it is work that all actors should be doing on their own but <laughs> right. to be, <laughs> but to be able to really sit down because you may be making choices uh, about your relationship with someone on stage, but they don't know that you've made that decision. Yeah. So in these right, moments, right. we actually get to discuss how we feel about each other. And it's really made our show come alive in in such a heightened way. Yeah, well, and com- James and I both come from theater backgrounds as well. And I, like that's such a rare thing for a director to do, to sit down yeah. with everyone in the cast and yeah. like work out these nitty gritty little details about your character, even if you're only on stage for one scene and then you're in the ensemble. Yeah. That's like, I love that your director's doing that. That's amazing. And it's so this theater rare. is, yeah, arena stage. It's amazing. Okay. Well then I was gonna, I was gonna not ask you this because I was like, <laughs> right. oh, he probably hasn't worked this out, but I feel like maybe you've worked this out. Where does, <laughs> okay. where does Romeo go for the rest of the play? Oh, so I, I Romeo does have a family, um, okay. unlike a lot of the other newsies, because I do think that he immigrated with his family when he was really young. Um, so 
I, I think he's headed home to his family. Um, I mean, thankfully, he's he's not street, sleeping on the streets every single right. night. Um, he chooses to sometimes just because he these these boys are his life. Right. But yeah, he had to head home to his family. They were they were calling him back. So yes. he, so he's just like, all right, well, this strike was a good run, but I'm gonna go home and have my uh, <laughs> and, like have some my pasta, three square meals, and a nice warm bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Homie go homeo. Um, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> like once you guys figure out the the settlement, then I'll come back and start selling yeah, again. Exactly. <laughs> I got beat up pretty badly in the fight um, at the end of Act One, so I'm still I'm still nursing some some broke bones. <laughs> That's oh my goodness! Amazing! I'm so glad you had an answer for that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question that is maybe the closest we're going to get. It's a two parter. The closest we're going to get to. Uh, anything resembling our minute based format mm-hmm. of the things the, the two the two part question is um both for yourself like when you're on stage and then maybe when you're backstage what is your favorite moment from the show like what are your favorite moments both that you're a part of and that you're not a part of i think that i'm a part of um is Catherine's line she says wake up so jack says ain't your beat and enter- oh no no wait no what's the line that he says before that um, uh, I haven't, I've never seen a girl reporting hard news. Um, and Catherine says, wake up to the new century, the game's changing. And we haven't had many reactions in the theater. Sometimes yeah. we'll get like a, yes, ma'am, or <laughs> truly we've, we've had that before. Or we had a school group, a school group here the other week and they just cheered afterwards. <laughs> um, uh-huh. and I've, I've always loved that moment, but especially after that happened, just with all the progress we've made as a community and as a country um, mm. in terms of visibility and and anyone getting to really become whoever they want, regardless of gender, age, sexuality, race, um, that moment, I feel like, really encompasses this show in so many ways. Um, and I really love that I get to watch her say that line every night. Uh, and then awesome. while I'm off stage, something to believe in, Jack and Catherine's duet is just such a beautiful moment of two people who are so unlikely to, who the society has told them they're so unlikely to wind up together, can yeah. say that they they found each other and they've truly something to believe in. When you meet someone who just believes that you are capable of doing more than you think you are, it just means so much. And I just, I love listening to them every single night. Oh. Great. That's so sweet. Man, you are knocking it out of the park with oh, these answers. I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to, all right, we got we to gotta dig for something where he's like, uh, I don't know. Oh my God. Okay, test me. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Well, actually, I, I, do, I do have a question that I'm, I'm perfectly expecting you to say, I have no clue why on earth would you ask me that? Oh, I'm going to okay. just get it out of the way right now, okay? I, know, I think I know which one you're going to ask. Okay, so I'm covering my eyes right now because I'm embarrassing. To, I'm embarrassed to be asking this. Um, in the movie, one of the newsies, Idy, was played by a guy named Dominic Maldonado. So your Jack, if I'm reading this press release correctly, is played by uh, someone named Daniel J. Maldonado. Yes. Do- <laughs> Just ask the question, James. <laughs> Do you know if there's any relation? Um... <laughs> I, he has not mentioned this, and I feel like if I feel like if there was, he would have. 
But yeah. maybe right. maybe they're like long lost cousins. He's got to do his like ancestry dot com and yeah. find <laughs> out. Because <laughs> I I was like I mean like it seems to me that it's a name that sort of glows with a little bit of import because you know of of the granular aspect of our of our podcast. Uh-huh. I'm sure it's just a coincidence but like i was like come on maldonado like that's funny i'll have to tell him i wonder if he's aware yeah (laughs) i mean yeah like if it you know if it was the last name hughes then you know that's a common enough last name we wouldn't be like you know oh surely there's some relation but two maldonados both starring in newsies just yeah and you know he's from well i don't know where do you know where the newsies movie was filmed was it in la in la yeah yeah okay but he's from queens he's from new york so I mean, from huh. the metropolitan area, it's maybe it's hmm. possible. Ma- that's yeah. interesting. That's that's really funny. Hey. Yeah, if, if you had had an answer to that question, I would have been really surprised. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish fact, I knew I that they were related. I'm like, oh yeah, that's his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Amazing. Um, what else did we have? I think I, I've only got one question left on our list. Okay. Um, and it's one that you probably will be able to answer pretty easily. It is, uh, do you have a favorite song from the show? Oh, favorite song. That's, that's hard. Um, because I feel <laughs> like may- there could be different songs. Or maybe you songs. won't have an answer. <laughs> there's, well, there's different we songs that I like for different reasons. Sure. Like, Something to Believe In, I think, is one of my favorite songs in terms of, like, how pretty it is. And it, I think it's just very beautiful. In terms of power, obviously, like, once and for all, um, mm-hmm. like that, and especially that huge, mm. like, musical moment at the end where before mm-hmm. we sing that last chorus. Um, but in, like, overall, like, what is my favorite song, I guess, and, and then, like, King of New York is my favorite song to perform, so right. I, sure. I, yeah, I have different, so- different favorite songs for different reasons, but I guess if I had to pick a song from the show as my overall favorite... I probably would have to go with something to believe in. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Which is one that's not in the movie, so I'm uh, yeah. familiar with it. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, I remember, I remember seeing it, but it was how long ago was that that we saw that that stream, James? It was two years uh, ago. Two, yeah, I think it was 2017. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's been a while. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we should probably we should maybe consider. Uh, <laughs> yeah, re- 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 you should come to DC. Like, you should come to DC going, and see our I was, production. I was gonna say perhaps going to see it at Arena before you, you guys close on the twenty second, right? Uh, so we actually extended for a week, so now we close on the 29th. Oh, perfect! perfect. Yeah, man, thank you for doing that for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just for you guys, yes. <laughs> making it just a little bit easier for us to be able to get there and see it. That's awesome. Oh, amazing! Yeah, awesome. I don't have any other questions. I don't think I have anything else. Um, cool. So okay. thank you, Michael John, so much for joining us for this. This was yeah. Thank this you was so awesome. much for having me. I'm yeah, so this happy was, could, this was a I lot of fun. It, it, it's really interesting to get the perspective from someone who's in the stage version and doesn't have the familiarity with the mu- the movie that that we have. So or even like the like just like the back like the the nostalgic background. Even that's like, true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We um. I also I I, I really I'm really cherishing that you are. Uh, in it currently because um the other people we've talked to that were that were from the movie hadn't thought about newsies in 25 years <laughs> right so like you're you're still of the mindset you're like in there yeah and like that's really valuable too like i think that's really really cool to to get your perspective on that uh, in that way too yeah Thank you. this yeah. is great agreed 
why don't we give uh, him an opportunity to, uh, if he wants to give out social medias or ways to oh, contact yeah. or or totally. anything to plug or whatever. Like, what are you doing after Newsies? Whatever. Uh, I'm anything just going to be moving back to New York and, and going back to audition season. So that that is unplanned um, in terms of my next project. But um, <laughs> right. yeah, if you want to, hopefully I'll find out in a month or two what I will be doing. So if you do want to follow me on social media, my handle is Michael John Hugs. Um, just H U G S. My name is Michael John Hughes, but yeah, if you search either of those, you should be able to find me. <laughs> that is that is an amazing uh, Twitter handle, and congratulations on it because that's both uh, useful and also adorable. So that's that's really what you want in a in a Twitter handle. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, awesome. thank you so much. Cool. Thank okay. you guys. Yes, thank Have you so very much. Thanks you too. You too. You too. Thank and you. hey, break a leg this hey, weekend. Hey, and soak them for crutchy. Oh, I'll soak him hard. <laughs> Boy, he is truly something to believe in. He sure is. Get it now? Yep, it makes more sense now. Thanks, James. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. No, but I mean, like, he what a what a great interview he was. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. It was really different sitting down with someone who came to this from the stage version first and then yeah. saw the movie and they were like, oh, why did... Wow, this is a different story. Yeah, it's. So, I'm trying. I keep trying to wrap my imagination around the experience of going that, in that direction. It's. It's. But, yeah. It's. It's definitely. It's definitely interesting to see this resurgence. I think that, that that's that's a very interesting cultural thing um, for people in our small newsies movie means something to us window. Yeah. So yeah, I mean like. Yeah, I think it's re- I think it's really interesting. I'm trying. I keep trying to be like, what have I seen adapted, or like even like I guess it's I guess the closest thing I can think of is like if I if I know the like me first and the gimme gimme's cover version of a song first, yeah, and then I go back to the original. I'm like, this is so much slower and it doesn't have that cool guitar solo and yeah, yeah. But like, if you were like, "Oh man, I love that song." Whoa, here's the punk version. That oh, geez, that hey, take your time there, youngster. Like, yeah, it's just it's just two different perspectives. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, it was really interesting talking to him, and especially coming from the perspective of someone who does prefer the movie version, hearing his, you know, passion for what he's doing and what this particular production is doing was really nice and refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. So, should should we talk about our the what you're going to hear from us the next time you hear from us? Yes. Like what our next project is? I know we mentioned it on the live stream, oh, yes. but Yes. Yes, let's do. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to segue us into um <laughs> new social media because here's the thing. We are technically still on Twitter at Newsies Minute. Yep. However, we are transitioning into new projects and so we will probably not be checking the Newsies Minute Twitter as often. Just as anybody who's tweeted at um, the Unabashedly Obsessed Twitter probably knows we haven't checked it since we ended that show. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> if you would like to get a hold of us, you can always do it at our individual Twitters. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. But moving forward, as we move into Crossroads Minute, which is going to be our uh, January Movie Minute podcast, January Plus movie minute podcast right. um you can find crossroads minute on twitter at crossroads underscore min m-i-n yep and so you can tweet us there even if it's about newsies i mean it's still 
us. I mean, so I, I have I have the Newsies account like like on my phone. So if you at Newsies Minute, I will probably see it. That's true. Um, and our other new project that we have coming up, which mm-hmm. is called Thanks for the Lyrics. It is going to be a Fallout Boy lyric discussion podcast where each episode we are going to deep dive into a single lyric from a single Fallout Boy song, starting with the first track of Fallout Boy's Evening Out with Your Girlfriend. Yes. And when we start Take This to Your Grave, um, our good friend Tracy is going to join us as a permanent host. Yes. Per- permanent as long as she'll have us. I'm not completely convinced that she's not going to decide she's over us after <laughs> two recordings. But And also if Andy Hurley leaves the band, we're kicking her out. Yes, because she's from Wisconsin. He's from Wisconsin. She's joining us for Take This to, the- to Your Grave. He joined with Take This to Your Grave. So yeah, if he leaves the band, then she also is no longer a part of the team. I'm sorry, Tracy. I'm sorry. This is how you're finding out. We don't make up the rules right now. We yeah, don't make them defi- up literally as we speak. Not. Yeah, definitely not. No, that would be that would be just wild. Um, I do apologize for this. It is ridiculous, but you can find Thanks for the Lyrics on Twitter at Thanks for the Lyrics Pod. That is Thanks for the Lyrics Pod, but with no vowels. Because fallout boy yep um so yeah so that's going to be our our next our other next project so you can find us on twitter at those places we are proud members of the scavengers network uh scavengersnetwork.com they have we have so many just wonderful sibling shows that we just appreciate so much there's historical hotties there's insanely haunted there's spooky spouses there's journey under 30 there's other projects that james and i do there's scavengers hunt which is a kind of variety show where we pull random people from the network and put them in a virtual room together and make them (laughs) talk to each other um so go to the scavengers network uh website and check out all of the other great shows and that should get you through until January when we start releasing Crossroads Minute. Yeah. So yep. I think that's going to do it. Yep. For the last, absolute last final time, as far as we know, thanks for listening to Newsies Minute. Thanks. Soak them for Crutchy. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Do you wish your life was a little more spooky? Well, what the heck? Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Tall tales. Although we went to dinner last night and you told the lady on our wait list that our name was Cradge? (laughs) Was it Cradge? <laughs> Creepy cryptids. There. Poor Pizza Rat. Pizza Rat is pizza and a rat. Yeah, it's double delicious. He's a rat with pizza. It's like, yeah. oh man. Thank God there hasn't been a corn dog rat. Or you'd be eating that I rat. Think, you know what? I think, in my defense, if someone was like, you ate a live rat, I'd say, well, it was holding a perfectly good corn dog. <laughs> Monstrous goofs. Well, you could probably just put a video because, like, our tombstones will probably just be, like, videos replaying. They'll be, like, memes or oh gifts. Yeah. Our tombstones will probably just be gifts. That's that's one of the coolest things you've ever said. <laughs> Spooky spouse. <laughs> Sorry, there's something stuck in my throat that whole time. Spooky spouses, a part of the Scavengers Network and Viddy Space. New episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>